As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Boy, do we have a treat for you guys today. Appreciate you tuning in to the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. Happy to be here as always. We're uh, in the beginning of January of 2019. Football season is uh, at the tail end, so the bowl games have been finishing up, and we're in the middle of the playoffs right now, uh, and the Super Bowl is coming up. So uh, naturally, I'm ex- very aroused. Um, you know, by, by it's a great time of year. You know, basically from August 1st to February 1st, you know, it's, it's pretty much the best time of the year for football. And uh, I'm just saying that out loud um, to my guests right now. I've got uh, three guests for you today. That's pretty exciting. Are you guys uh, jazzed? Um, I'm very excited. I got my buddy Caleb Medley, hashtag 48. Jazzed is the exact word that I was looking for. <laughs> Guys, um, Caleb has been one of my uh, most um, loyal listeners, and as a result, um, I flew him out to New York, and if you guys uh, are as loyal as him, you may get the opportunity to be flown out to New York and to be a guest on the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast as well, but joining him is his girlfriend, Megan, um, and you know, very happy to have her, and of course, to make it a quartet... Uh, we've got my GF, right? My female friend that goes by the name of Jessica. Um, she's going to be joining us. And <laughs> when she has uh, things to say, I know she'll jump in. So uh, we're excited to be here in uh, the financial district of New York, um, which is kind of cool because uh, both Caleb and Megan come from a finance background and work on, work in that field. Uh and, and I think that it, it really arouses Caleb. I can't speak for him, but I think it arouses him that we're this close to Wall Street. So um, I'm more aroused just sitting next to you on this couch right now. <laughs> Is your chili hot, bro? My chili's on fire. <laughs> and it, we, it's cold outside. Have, yes. And my chili is just, it's keeping me warm. I think we need to explain to the, to, to the ladies what we're talking we about. We probably should, because there's no chili in the room right did, now. Yeah. Did we talk about hot chili when we were on the last podcast you know we restarted that podcast so many times there's no telling what we talked about and what we didn't so yeah. why don't you revisit chili right now yeah just in case we didn't and for those of you that don't know what in the heaven we're talking about uh chili being hot was a term that we used at the university of missouri one of the coaches who was actually coach stoner i believe who came up with the term it makes no sense but uh, every time we would go to Lyft, you'd say, you better get your chili hot. You know, yeah. they, they said a lot of things that didn't quite make sense. At the time, <laughs> yeah. but it's like a, it's vernacular and vocabulary that's like, it's like, you know, coded words that we understood, right? Right. It's kind of like uh, when there's a war and the, uni- the United States is communicating in a different, like, <laughs> secret code. Codes. Um, what else? Can you think of anything else besides, is your chili hot? That, that we used to say. That's the one that stuck with us. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't have another one. That's that's been my go-to for the last decade. Yeah. I mean, we've we've had some very fun text messages going back and forth, 
uh, at random points over the last decade where it was just simply talking about the intensity and heat of our chili. Just pumping each other up. <laughs> we were pumping each other up, talking about how our, our, my chili is so hot, it's hotter than a blue star, you know? <laughs> my chili is, is scalding, you know? It's so hot. Uh, you know, whatever. So, you guys get the point. We had we had a lot of fun with that, but it is good to have you guys here, and I know you've traveled in from Tampa. Uh, definitely some fun stuff, and uh, it's nice that you guys got away from the warmth and came to the cold, right? Yeah, right before we boarded the plane, we, we had second thoughts about coming up here, for yeah. sure. <laughs> you left, like, what, like 79 degree weather? Yeah, it was in the 80s like today. All our friends were at the beach, Yeah. You know? Not a big deal. You've seen them on Snapchat and Instagram like stories that, yeah. and going, this is good. Uh, you guys walked, what, four miles in negative negative degree weather today? <laughs> How far did we walk, Megan? A uh, total of 10 miles wow. today. So, today, yeah. yeah. This is Caleb's second time in New York City. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of a backstory. As you guys may or may not remember, Caleb and I played football together at Mizzou. We were both walk-ons. We did episode 31 together when we were at the 10-year anniversary for our Cotton Bowl team, uh, the 2008 Cotton Bowl team. So that was the season opener in 2018. We'll we'll talk about football a little bit later, but I think off the top, we'll get into some of the things that are uh, going on in the world and stick to our format. Uh, It should be pretty fun. I don't know if you guys are aware, but today, January 13th, 2019, is the No Pants Subway Day. Uh, I personally did not participate. Did you guys participate? You didn't even hear about it, did you? Because you, know, you guys were walking the whole day. <laughs> yeah, we decided to walk and opt out of the subway today, so we missed the whole thing. We might uh, we might go no pants on the way home, though. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. That's great. Well, the day's not over. Yeah, maybe we could finish this podcast. Yeah, and... let's all do it after. Yeah? yeah? Okay. That sounds good. I rode the subway today, and I didn't see anybody with no pants. Really? I saw three homeless people sleeping on Really? Yeah, that's on. I Maybe. feel like any day in New York on the subway, you might see somebody with no pants on, though. Oh. Like, that's every... Could I be a I saw a woman poop, uh, like, last weekend. They wow. had to, they had to um, isolate that one car. And, yeah, no, oh, she literally... <laughs> you, did you see floor. her defecate? It was... I No, I moved, I walked out. Uh, that was it. Because I smelled, like... Oh, yeah. You know, but yeah, that's... Riding the subway is one of my favorite things about New York City. Yeah, you had a great idea recently to start an app, right? Or, yeah, I don't want people to steal it. So okay, I'll, we don't. Well, no, if, if well, it's created, want... I'm gonna go after the person. But you know that you know that um, Instagram account, Humans of New York, and they like yeah. made it into a book and stuff. I want to do something that's like subway creatures of New York. Yeah. Oh. So that you can put people like that lady that shit her pants yeah. and then branch out and do different cities after that. Yeah. Oh, but wow, look at that I business think that model. The, the best, like, people for that would be New York City. I agree. Yeah, Caleb wants to make it into a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a piece of the action. That's cool, man. Much like uh, a, a lot of things, you know? And I like that. I respect that about you, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know? I, I appreciate you. Talking about football, you getting involved in football, comedy, mm-hmm. you know, the financial world. And I appreciate you, too, you know? <laughs> Hashtag 48, guys. Um, we're both from Missouri. Hopefully the Missouri listeners are staying warm. My parents said that there's like two feet of snow or something over there. My parents uh, weren't able to watch the football, the playoffs yesterday, because the uh, the satellite dish was blocked. 
So yeah, if you don't pay your bill for like three or four months, they'll just shut it off. <laughs> True. So Caleb got the first laugh of the night, and I'm the comedian. I'm feeling a little self-conscious. Now. <laughs> Sorry about that. We actually, since we have four people now, we technically do have like an audience. So if I'm if I'm not funny, you guys can really tell, right? Because there's like that background. <laughs> Normally, you can't really tell since there's nobody here, and I'm just, just talking to myself into the abyss. There you I'm go. Just, Speaking into the ether, usually. You're just talking to me in Tampa through yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, we got this no subway ride that we might participate in after this. Maybe that's the reason that Pete Davidson recently had that news story where he wants every woman to know that Ariana Grande's claim about his penis isn't true, that it's actually not that big. Maybe it's because he wanted to expose himself on the subway today and didn't want to let anybody down. All right, that's really taking it too far. Um Regardless, he did make a funny announcement saying that his penis... I don't think Pete Davidson rides the subway. That's a good point, yeah. That joke was really over No, it was a good transition, though. Yeah, okay. No pants, subway, Pete Davidson. Yeah, I gave it a a try, you know. I, you know, I, I overextended a little bit. You know, it's like when you're doing a lunge and the weight is a little bit too far. Dip a little bit too low and you're like, ugh. Yeah. Right now we're talking about football, uh, weightlifting analogies uh nevertheless though you guys uh i don't know if you watched the academy awards andy sandberg hosted that was a lot of fun i think he's he's always he's always fun he's got nice teeth i think uh i don't know whether they're (laughs) veneers or what but he's funny he's goofy uh and then jim carrey got into the mix you know it was more of a planned sketch i think i don't know if you saw it i did we didn't watch any of it but i'm a big fan of jim carrey and andy sandberg yeah me too man fist pound bro See, we got a bromance here, guys. Uh, my girlfriend's jealous, I can tell by the look in her eyes. No. <laughs> um, anyway, you guys uh, were telling me about this Instagram thing. The, the egg Instagram uh, is going for a world record, I guess. Yeah, so in between our you know walking all over the city today, we're scrolling on Instagram, and world record breaker, world record egg, is that what the name of it? Yeah. Yeah. World record egg. And the whole point was to set a world record for most likes on Instagram, which Kylie Jenner held. And I think they passed it since we've been sitting here um, in the last hour or so. Yeah. Do you know when they posted it? I don't know if it started today or it had to start recently. I have a feeling. I mean, it was one of the reasons that people wanted to like it just to like surpass Kylie Jenner or was there a different incentive? Like what's the incentive? I have no idea. Really? Really. Guys, um... Okay, so it's over 20, 20 million likes now, and it was posted January 4th, so less than 10 days. Wow. And 1.7 million followers. That's like oh. another 100,000 more than... Yeah, we're looking at it right now. It has over 20 million likes. It has uh, 1.7 million followers. It's not even a verified account. And there's one post. <laughs> one post. Of, of a picture of an egg. Yeah. If, if there were such thing as aliens, I'm sure that that would be an anomaly to them. I think that they would be very confused yeah. and wondering what that's about. There's no... Well, the egg is a miracle product. Yeah, that's true. It is. It is a miracle. What, I what think came is... first? No, anyway, what were we going to say? <laughs> we can get into that in a minute. But yeah. what I think is crazy is, you know, I typed in world record egg after I heard about it and... Or after I saw it, 
and there are probably five or six fake accounts that all have 600, 700,000, a million plus followers. And it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing, but you know, it's just a copied account and they have all these followers now. I'm sure they're going to be able to sell advertisements and yeah. all that. It's just, it's crazy to <laughs> This me. egg got around a million likes per hour. Wow. Wow. That's it's ridiculous. It, it, it's a little bit. Uh, They're gonna it's, be it's able fun. to sell that Instagram page for yeah. a lot of money. Whoever created that, I don't know. I, I think it would be interesting to see how it began, right? How the snowball, the momentum yeah. started to build. Because at this point, like, it's kind of like, oh, I wanna, I wanna like it. <laughs> well, it's it's been interesting to me recently what trends on social media, like Bird Box, was such a crazy thing. Yeah. But now it's just an an egg. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're regressing as a society yeah. <laughs> now we don't like things that actually have any value it's like the crappier it is back, the more like it's the more, the more it's back liked. to the basics baby <laughs> it, is, it says that they tried to reach out to the mysterious egg account and the account holder replied that it was actually being run by Henrietta a chicken from the British countryside um, Eugene is my egg. Henrietta the chicken told BuzzFeed. Wow. So well, it's a it's a it's a chicken. That's the same chicken that started blockchain. I yeah. Bitcoin. I like the fact that they're maintaining character. You know yeah. what I mean? That they're not giving in. Like they're not selling out. Is what. <laughs> Sticking to the story. They're not selling out, right? <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens that with that account in the future, right? It, yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder what's going to happen when the egg metaphorically hatches, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's behind the story of this egg? What's at the centerpiece of this? Like, what's going to hatch from this? The worst part is tomorrow it's probably going to be all over every news channel. And yeah. that's what they report on now. Right. You know what's fun is we could actually just do an hour about the egg. <laughs> talk about anything else. We can just there dissect this. Um, no, but that that is fun. So I am gonna check it out. I might even do a post of an egg just for fun. I don't know, maybe I'll get some likes, you know? Do a Cadbury egg. Yeah. I, I put all this effort into like these Instagram pictures and headshots and like uh, you know, new new sketches, but what if I had just posted a picture of the egg and I got a thousand likes? Just go to the fridge. What are you doing? <laughs> too much effort. If you try too hard, it's just like, you know, when you're in high school. If you try too hard, it shows. That's true. You know? So what you're saying is stop making sketches, right? <laughs> just get lazy with it. Yeah. I tried that for about 10 years, Caleb. <laughs> and that's why uh, that's why you lost your bet. <laughs> now, Caleb's the one who bet money on me. We might even be able to reveal the... I don't know the details of that, but we may be able to... We could talk it. about it. We could save that till the end. So Caleb Medley had a bet with one of our former teammates at Mizzou about whether or not I'd be famous in 10 years. And the date expired. Caleb bet on me. And uh, the other dude who looks like an 18th century like Civil War <laughs> veteran um, you know, bet against me. So we, we can go into those details at the end. We'll save the details. But I think I have a feeling that I'm going to bet that he bet over $1,000 on me. Um, but... We'll wait till the end to reveal the secrets and the details of the bet that Caleb lost. I just wish everybody could appreciate the 1800 Civil War <laughs> reference that you made because yeah. nobody else knows what this guy looks like. I don't feel bad saying his name and telling them to Google him. We could we could say his name. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, he'll 
be flattered. He Probably. likes attention. Most likely. Yeah, he does. He likes attention. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he'll get like a million followers from this. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe someone will start a new account and it's just his head. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and now the new trend is to like it more than the egg. Go fund me for... <laughs> his name is Tony Burr. Yes. All right. Um... And he is the whitest uh, and ugly. <laughs> no, he's not ugly. He's a, he's a, he's not ugly. He looks like an eighteen hundred. I'm only hating because he bet against me, right? But Tony, if you're out there, I'm sure you want to see me do well now that you've won the bet. Uh, I hope so, at least. I noticed that for the first time in ten years, he liked one of my posts recently. <laughs> he's been really holding back. He's like, yes, finally. <laughs> I can finally actually. Like, like it if show I it. Yes. <laughs> can show my support. Well, think about it. You know, if he likes it, somebody on his feet sees it, likes it, <laughs> blows up, and he might lose the bet then. So, oh, okay. genius. Yeah. yeah. He wants he wants me to become famous now just to, like, shove it in yes. your face. <laughs> it's like, three months later, like, yeah. got him. Yeah, that that is kind of funny, you know? <laughs> Um, nevertheless, so a couple other... Did you guys... She just pulled a picture of him up. So oh. Yeah, I had to see Jessica could see. Did you find him? I couldn't find him, but she found him. Right just so, in case yeah. you guys are trying to follow along, his name is spelled T-O-N-Y, <laughs> and it's B-U-H-R? That's right. B-U-H-R. Oh, that's why I couldn't find him. And this dude looks... Like, I remember seeing it, and I was like, this dude can't be a Division One football player. <laughs> like, he, surprisingly, face, you know? surprisingly, a great athlete and a great guy. Yeah, true. I agree. Even it's though we're not, you. It's good that we're not hating on him too hard, right? If anyone has the right to give him a few punches, it's me, but it's good that you're staying grounded for Tony. He's still a good guy. I, I wonder how much money he makes uh, recreating the Battle of Gettysburg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's a good market there for him, you know. Uh, what else? We we got a couple other f- interesting stories, you know, worth just kind of spouting out. There was a woman banned from Walmart after riding in a cart uh, while drinking wine from a Pringles can, which I'd kind of I'd like to know her age. You guys could look up the news story. I didn't read the whole thing. Jessica, what's up? Have you guys ever been to the website peopleofwalmart.com? Yes. Oh, yeah. Amazing, right? Yeah. I wonder if she's on it. Yeah. I'm, she better be. What I'm wondering is, did she go in there with the Pringles can full of wine, or did she eat the whole Pringles can, grab a bottle of wine, and then pour yeah. it in there? Well, I I think that that's a very good question. I, I think that if she took it while she was in there, then that gives them more right to kick her out. But if she brought in her own Pringles can, her own wine, and someone else was pushing her in the cart... Hashtag me too. I think that she was a victim in that case. I think Walmart shouldn't have banned her, you know? So we need we need more details whether or not we, before we ref this situation. I missed this story. Was she riding in the cart, like, I, sitting in it? I didn't read it. I, I just I just read the headline and thought it was interesting. Jessica's going to look it up while we move on to the next story, and then we'll come back to that. I want to so. say one more thing. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. Jessica mentioned peopleofwalmart.com. If you don't have a computer or don't have the internet, you could just go to any Walmart in Missouri (laughs) (laughs) any time of day and be entertained. You know what's funny? When I was was still working in healthcare, I would travel back to Missouri like quarterly and everything there is cheaper. So I would bring an extra suitcase and I'd go to the Walmart and just stock up on everything. Nice. Bring it back in my suitcase and then just avoid shopping in New York City. (laughs) Smart. Smart. Yeah. So... Um, Jessica, did you find the story? She was riding on an electric shopping cart while drinking oh. wine. From oh, so it was her own shopping oh. cart? 
It was one of the electric ones. Oh, well, she was... That was a, that's a DUI, technically, right there. <laughs> you know? So no wonder why they kicked her out. She might even get arrested for it. Was she disabled? It's. I mean, if she was riding in one of those electric... Those are for disabled people, but... Um, I haven't... There's not much on this story. I'd like to know if she was with people. The internet has deemed her happened. a hero. Yeah, I'm very intrigued. What's up? The internet has deemed her a hero. Well, well we are, we live in an interesting time where not all heroes wear where we where we think an egg is a hero <laughs> and people riding around Walmart <laughs> with a Pringles can and, and we've got people donating to Kylie Jenner. Yeah, and to and, become a, the youngest billionaire. Yeah. This yeah. was at 6.30 in the morning this happened. Oh, okay. oh wow. <laughs> that makes okay. it very... That changes the story. <laughs> that it does. Uh, speaking of that, people are also... Sent, they're Venmoing celebrities now. So not just Kylie Jenner, but I heard, like, the Chiefs quarterback and just ran, like, um, Michael Che. I heard right? Cody Parkey got a, a bunch of Venmo from Philly fans, which Cody Parkey was the kicker for the Chicago Bears who missed the kick that... Oh, really? Put Philly through, yeah. So, who, the question is, who was sending him money? Was it a thank you from opposing fans? Or it was, was opposing it... fans, like, thanks for letting us oh, wow. get a step farther in the playoffs. <laughs> it's like a slap in the face right. that feels good. But also, you know, let's cash it out. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, we're going to slap you in the face with some cash. <laughs> I'll take also, it. What is this world... <laughs> Randomly Venmo me money, go go right ahead. Go right ahead. Go right I mean, ahead. I personally would like to start requesting Venmos <laughs> from people, you know? Like, yeah. Just randomly when you go out at night, you know, you have a late night of drinking, just send your buddy, uh, you know, a nice Venmo request the next morning and be like, hey, man, I bought a bunch of beers last night. I don't think you remember, but I need you to pay me back for... So, you know Noah, my friend Noah? Yeah. I told you this. He... Would, he goes on dates with girls and like buys their dinner and like their drinks and he doesn't do it as a joke but the next morning he'll Venmo request a girl like money for <laughs> wow <laughs> we have to interesting say, times we live in I'm <laughs> not sure why you're friends with that right now I'm just kidding he is still single no, he's I have surprise, to surprise. admit I do have friends that used to randomly send Uber split requests Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and occasionally so. people like would pay it. Like, oh yeah, I'll help you out. Yeah. And sometimes they wouldn't. Oh, most of the time wouldn't. Because really? well, they wouldn't be with them. You'd be sitting on the couch and get like a oh. Uber split fare request. <laughs> like the random Venmo yeah, request. Yeah. Exactly. That's funny. I was thinking like, you know, if you go and hit on a girl or somebody that you're interested in, if they're if they just kind of like reluctantly give you their phone number, but yeah. they're not like into, or like you, you hit them up and they don't respond, then you can, then a move to actually get their attention, cap, potentially capture their interest, could be to send them a Venmo request. Like that's a hail mary if you True. think about it. Like it might actually make the girl laugh. Those um, would have to be some great work. emojis, like yeah. to make her laugh on Venmo, yeah, for her to actually be into it. Yeah, just like a thousand dollar Venmo request. <laughs> Did you hear, and I don't know all the details about it, but there were some, like, B or C-list celebrity or athlete, and he gave his number, or he gave his phone to a girl at a bar to put her number in, and she just sent herself, like, two grand on Venmo. Yeah, I talked about that. On oh, the oh, that's right. That's Maybe right. that's where you heard about it. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did she keep the money? Did it go? No, but the internet was like worshiping her again. Mm -hmm. They thought that's stealing. (laughs) That's like that's a crime. That's a criminal. You could go to jail for that, and people are like, like commending her for it. Two thousand. That's probably a felony. You know, it is. Um, Speaking of that, I I was telling you guys last night that I when I was single, like maybe seven years ago or something, I was in Kansas City. And uh, I met this girl at the bar, and you know she was kind of flirtatious or whatever. She was with a friend, and I was like, "Cool." I, I felt like because we had been talking, the next appropriate thing to do was to offer offer her a drink, and I was just kind of feeling generous. So it's like, "You want to do a shot?" And she's like, "Yeah." Like she got excited, and even her friend was like, "Yeah, that's a good idea," you know. <laughs> so I'm like, "Cool." So I like I get the shot, and then what kind of shot? It it was like a, a solid shot, either a rumplements or something like that, okay. you know. <clears throat> As soon as, I'm, t- I'm saying as soon as she took the shot, she slams the, the glass on the bar and just walks away. Doesn't say anything, right? Which which completely, like, was, like, it made my head spin a little bit. And I, like, I politely followed her, right? Like, to try to, I was like, excuse me. But she, she wasn't responding, so I needed to make sure that I, like, you're like, was her. You were like, excuse me, you yeah. have to sleep with me now. I just paid $4 <laughs> for a shot. Well, what I was, what I did think was... That she did owe me is at least a thank you and an explanation as to why she's just immediately walking away. That's that's Com- what I felt that I deserved. Common courtesy. Right. So she continues to ignore me and evade me, and she walks right into this guy's arms, and he puts his arms around her and starts kissing her on the cheek. And and I'm like, hey, excuse me. And she's like, and I could see her whispering to the guy. like He's like with three other dudes, you know? Mm-hmm. And she whispers something to them, and they're like, is there a problem? Like, they look at me and say that, and I'm like, yeah, there is a problem. I just bought her a shot, and she walked away afterwards. And they're like, I, tough luck, I, I don't know what to say. And I was like, I want you to, to reimburse me for the shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I told the boyfriend, and like, the look on his face yeah. of confusion slash surprise, and a little bit of respect... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was a tinge of respect in that look. Were you by yeah. yourself? Yeah. That would take some balls to yeah. go up to three guys and be like, yeah, yeah go ahead and pay me back. For yeah, that. I was like, I want to be reimbursed for the shot. Yeah. And, and he goes, what? You know? Like, <laughs> Is he a cartoon character? <laughs> like, he was so flabbergasted by that. And, and you know what? Like... I stood my ground. That's the thing is I knew I was in the right. Yeah. So what I didn't do is I didn't escalate. I didn't like start like I, I, I stood my ground in that request and I and I let them dissipate from the from that gotcha. location. I, I kinda posted up, I had my you know, my, my thigh into the, my you know, I was kinda leaned in and I was like, Look man, I deserve this. <laughs> you know, I deserve yeah. to be reimbursed for the shot. Yeah. And they were the ones that decided to walk away. They knew they were in the wrong. So yes. They just... so, so they were the ones that dissipated. And I felt good about myself. And I think that at the end of the day, she's going to think twice before she abuses that again. I bet she'll do it again. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think so. I think, I think it made her think. It was just, I think they knew that they were in the wrong and that I established a, a solid principle. Even though it happens all the time, I called them out on something that's still not right just because it happens, yeah. in my opinion. Is that what you... I, yeah, I've been walked away from. After buying shots? No, no. Before it even got to that point, I, this guy picked me up in my apartment. We walked we walked <laughs> across the street to a bar, and we get to the <clears> bar, and like well, we're about to order a drink, 
and he goes, oh, his phone rings. He's like, uh, hold on one second, I gotta take this call. He walks out and he never comes back. <laughs> he did ne- the emergency never, call. Never came back. <laughs> but it was, but there wasn't enough time that had passed for him to have determined like this girl sucks. Like. Yeah. We literally walked across the street, walked into the bar, <laughs> went to the like the the bar, like, and he's gone. He yeah. left. He never came back. That's the type of girlfriend I want. You know what I mean? One that I don't have to worry about, dudes. Like, <laughs> but it didn't it didn't ruin my night because I ended up hanging out with the the, the guys who were at the bar in front of me. I was like, Yo, did you just see what happened? Like. Did you watch him like leave, leave for good, like across the street or like down the street or anything? No, I he just walked away and I just was I just stayed at the. I didn't like watch him or maybe see where he was going, but maybe uh, he got hit by a car or something. <laughs> well, shoot, I don't. <laughs> She's like, I kind of hope he did. Yeah. He should have taken that call. Some NYU college students that night because I. Uh, so yeah. rude. Yeah, that is rude. I, yeah. I at least, when I, I was on a, a date once from online dating, and I at least told the girl to her face that I'm going to head out. You know, like, yeah. I, I wasn't, I didn't just, like, dissipate. Ghost. You know, can ghosting. I, can I tell this story about uh, when I first met you, what you did? Or is that Did we much? talk about that on the show? Is that too much for the... I don't think anything's too much. Oh. Just speak up a little bit. Um... <clears throat> So you came over to my apartment after one of your comedy shows. Yeah, this is our first meeting, and, by the uh, way. We were going to meet normally, but I kind of weaseled my way. Like, I kind of, like, tricked her into, like, letting me come over. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, it's not like she's like, hey, do you want to come over? I was kind of like, hey, do you care if I just... Since we were going to meet earlier and we couldn't make it out, I'm, I'm on my way home and it's convenient if I just stop by for a minute to right. meet you. That was kind of my secret, you know, ploy. Like, I'm right outside your window. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, <clears throat> You didn't waste any time. You were like on a mission to get laid that night, I guess. Um, <laughs> and he goes, I think like within the first ten minutes. Of Before being, you say that, can I just say how nice you were that you actually? She had like a really nice pizza, right? Like a fresh, warm pizza and like a beer. She offered this to me. I was like, wow, I almost. I feel bad being too forward now. This girl seems genuine, you know. So anyway, go ahead and say what I did. Ten so minutes. So then, in. ten minutes into him meeting. Is it cool if I pull out my dick? No, I didn't say it like that. <laughs> I said, do you mind if I show you my penis? <laughs> That's polite. That's a polite yeah. ass. So, uh, I was like, Keep what? in mind, she I... was not working for me or, like, in the entertainment business. <laughs> was this right around the time Louis C.K. or, like... No, it was, it was before. Before. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Before. Yeah. That's but why I, I'm clarifying I, that like, she wasn't in my industry. There was, like, <laughs> there was n- like no... There, there wasn't like a vibe I was giving you that like I like we weren't like touching or like like I wasn't flirting. Sometimes you like, just gotta pull it out. <laughs> oh, and he did. He stood up. Well, you said yes though. I I, said yes. I said, yeah, but I'm not gonna do anything. I you are just gonna look like an idiot standing there. With you didn't say you're gonna look like an idiot. I was like, I said something like, well, yeah, just you can stand there with like your dick in your hand, but like. I wasn't gonna do anything. So and I was willing to up. gamble still. In my head, I'm like, those are good odds. <laughs> so far, so stood good. Up and, and pulled his pants down and just stood there. With a boner. While I was sitting down, just stood there, and I was, I didn't know what no, to do. Can I say what you and actually then, said? Sure. This is gold, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you didn't. You didn't just sit there. You reacted with an like a, an outburst. You go, 
I'm not even exaggerating here. She goes, oh my god, are you black? <laughs> that was her reaction. That was the best reaction ever. But she didn't do anything. She held true to her root. And so then, I'm like standing there, I'm like, yeah, you know, like, I'm black, whatever. Like, I don't even know what I said. And, and she, she's just his, staring at it. And I'm, I'm standing here like this, like from me to you. And she's just like... Cool, and I'm like, so I guess I should put my pants back on now. And then he followed it up with, "Hey, do you mind if I crash here tonight?" <laughs> and I go, "No." Yeah, she she didn't let me crash there. Um, so I wonder I why. I to put yeah. my pants back on and then go home, like after. Well, it worked apparently. I mean, look at you right now. Yeah. The second date was pretty I have was no idea too. why I went on the second. The date. second date wasn't the date. She just came over, and I, I tricked her again. I like I was like, hey, can I just do some stand-up comedy for you? I'm working on my routine, yeah. so like, I'm not booked tonight, and it would be cool to see. We could just two, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Jessica, should I actually? Is this too much info? If I. Should I say what happened? She's like, what happened? <laughs> no, I remember what happened. I sure, I guess. <laughs> Church it up just a little bit. Okay. Let's just, just for Jessica. <clears throat> I'll just say that I didn't. I, I pretended that I was going to do comedy, and then I bait and switched her and said, <laughs> hey, do you want a blank or whatever? You know? And yeah. then, you know. He, he was like, actually, instead of this, do you want to just suck my dick? <laughs> <laughs> That makes me look really bad. So just let the let the listeners know that you wanted to, so that I don't sound like a, a terrible person. So let me get this right. You're like working. You're like, man, I'm gonna get this comedian thing, comedy thing down. Like I'm gonna practice my bit tonight. And then halfway through, you're like, nah, I just want to get a blowjob. Not halfway through. He, he, I like, didn't he, even. he got up like with the mic like this. Like I was like right here. He didn't even say, he hadn't even said anything before he like said a joke. He was like, actually, you wanted to suck my dick. <laughs> and, and the look on her face was yes. <laughs> if that makes sense. You gotta read your audience, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the look on her face was yes. So I, mean, I, I think that you should start all of your comedies, like shows like that. Get a nice laugh right off the get go. Oh, oh, and then there's more. Oh. And then we actually did, <laughs> yeah. so, so we did leave the apartment and go to one of his. Oh, I was booked, yeah. And he bombed. He it was I did it horrendous. Was t- <laughs> and he said on stage, he was like, "I just what I said why, why is can't I, I, say, I was just why I, can't I, I, I told the audience that you gave me head, and I and I couldn't focus." He called me out second date. Oh, this girl God. gave me head right before the show. <laughs> <laughs> like it was your fault. Yeah, like, I blamed her for me bombing. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know it's like it sounds like it's gonna be a joke or something but then I really couldn't focus on the rest of my set I really did <laughs> but did that not get a laugh at all when he said that I think I people think were I was, intrigued I think more I was than anything everybody was like, like yeah I think they were intrigued more than anything every guy in there was like two shots <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I want the world knowing that <laughs> um, that's hilarious but nevertheless, that's uh, that's an interesting, fun story. So, um, yeah. Uh, speaking of women, there was a woman that is or was in the UFC that almost got robbed, and uh, the dude that tried to rob her got his ass kicked by her. They showed a bunch of pictures. Yeah, I was still like, I was gonna ask them, like, do you guys have these stories? Like, oh this? yeah, I was oh, trying okay. to change the subject. Go ahead, Megan. No. <laughs> Did Caleb, you whip your is dick Caleb out an animal? <laughs> 
No, I didn't. I didn't just like pull a Mike Oldroyd and just whip it out, or ask her if I wanted to whip it out. Um, I actually played it pretty cool. So I met Megan, and we worked for the same company, and we met in training, and I watched every guy for I don't know two and a half weeks hit on you, and I didn't pay any attention to you at all. Yeah. Because I don't think you literally said a word to me. Probably not. And. Uh, <laughs> Two weeks later, you were tired of all those guys and... Oh, tired of all Is that how it happened? All little boys, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember Something you guys like telling that. us that story, and that makes me look terrible, and it makes you look like a real gentleman, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> so, those are the two opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> well, the good thing was, is neither one of us liked to dance, and we ended up sitting down and having a conversation. Yeah. So. Well, I guess that's the difference of meeting somebody on a dating app and meeting somebody like, at work. Yeah, work. Like, work. And, oh, no, yeah, yeah. Like, normally. Yeah. But look at us now, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of uh, all that stuff, Jeff Bezos uh, is divorcing his wife, and uh, there's a bunch of interesting stuff going on. I, I know that his, everyone's like wanting to hit up his his, his ex-wife now because she's going to be super rich. And she's going to be the richest female in the world after the divorce is what I read. That's crazy. That's insane, right? Yeah. And what about um, his girlfriend talking about his sex life or something? She's already coming out and saying stuff. And it's like, great loyalty there. Yeah. <laughs> right before we started this podcast, I saw where like some text were leaked between those two. Oh, so she didn't do it on purpose. Um, but they were like still good was the headline. I didn't read the whole article cuz I'm lazy. Yeah. Well, no worries on that. I'm going to I'm going to uh, mention uh, a funny tweet that I saw by Ramp Capital. Not to like make myself look cool here, but I know who Ramp Capital is. I'm not on Twitter, so yeah. enlighten us. 70,000 followers plus right now and um Anyway, I, I, I know who or whom or multiple whoms are behind that account, and uh, I got to give them a plug because I had a, a GIF of like a hundred. It says uh, Mackenzie Bezos DMs be like, you know, basically his ex-wives, and then it had like a video of like a thousand people going through the subway, like when somebody like opens the door, like going through without paying, basically, <laughs> like. So basically, uh, you know, like a thousand people DMing her right now trying to trying to see what's up. So um, it's funnier than I just described. You have to see it. That's funny. I saw one, and I'm probably going to butcher it, of course, because we're on a podcast, but it said, you know, it's terrible about Jeff Bezos and his wife. If either one of them are interested, like, I'm looking for love. Not, not, I don't care about the money, but I am looking for love. Like, if either one of them are interested. I thought that was pretty funny. Who said that? It was just like an just a post on social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I like I that. I thought it was funny. It's, it, They're like, yeah, either one. Like, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. I like that. Um, another thing that came out... Oh, right here. Did you guys hear about the woman who got pregnant in a coma? This is not even funny. This is terrible. It's like uh, the movie Kill Bill, you were saying. Yeah. Um, That's unbelievable. Jessica, you were telling me about that earlier today, and that's that's remarkable. Yeah, that means, yeah. Where was that yeah. at? Arizona. Arizona? Yeah. <clears throat> you were mentioning something about how, like, at times like those, you would think that if that woman woke up from the coma, she would 
she should be able to have the right to. Well, I was I was I was relating that to like the uh, abortion like rule in the Catholic Church. Maybe that's too. (laughs) I was just saying. I think it's like it's like interesting or like not interesting, but it's a crazy scenario that like nobody's put any thought into before. Yeah, but like if you can't, I mean, like if you're a Catholic Catholic or something, like the Catholic Church says, you have to have the baby, like. Even if it's like rape or what, what's going on? What? Oh. Oh yeah. So like, if you're raped, <laughs> like you gotta have the baby. Like. I was gonna make a kind of callous remark and say, if she can't say no, is it considered rape? And I didn't want to say that out loud. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, you're a terrible person. <laughs> I might have to just mark that part right there and just delete that. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Um, sad stuff. Kill Bill, right? Pussy wagon. I haven't seen it. I don't. <laughs> you haven't seen Kill Bill? I have. I should say I, I don't remember the reference, but I remember when you made it earlier tonight. It got a laugh. So. <laughs> so now you're gonna go back and watch it, so yeah. you can use that. That's how I do my comedy. If something gets a laugh, I don't even have to get it myself. If if I heard somebody else say something that made a group of people laugh, I just say that word. You recycle, man. Yeah. <laughs> Be green. Uh, when I just get on stage, the first thing I say now is "pussy wagon." You know, <laughs> nobody laughs because there's no context. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's pretty fun. Uh, well, it's not fun at all. Um, we're just gonna move on though. So we'll talk about Artie Lang, like that. Yeah, yeah. So Artie Lang, we saw him. I think I mentioned on the podcast. I performed a couple weeks ago for your family uh, at the Broadway Comedy Club, and he was there. He did a guest appearance. I got to meet him and say, "Hey, Artie, what's up, man?" He was nice. He responded back. But right now he's in the news. Everybody's all his friends are. There's a, like an outpour of people reaching out to him, saying, "You know, please, uh, please stop doing drugs. You're gonna kill yourself, basically." He's, he's had a lot of struggles with addictions and heroin. Did, did he relapse recently? Was it heroin? Yeah. Because yeah. I thought he I thought he was clean like for a, while, a little while. I think right? so too. But he's not. He relapsed lately. Yeah. Well, when Have we saw him on stage. Him? No. Okay. So we, oh, I did see it. it so like yeah. I was super excited to see him. Like when I heard that he was gonna be on the show that night, I was pumped because I love crashing, mm-hmm. and um got on stage and I'm like this doesn't look like the same guy like that like because yeah. his nose is all fucked up from, it's like it looks flat it's now. like well, it, it looked like, like he got colla- punched in it the like face. collapsed or something because of like it's the opposite of a who knows yeah <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty yeah it was it was kind of hard to wrap my mind around how that's possible from drugs you know but I guess it is uh, he was nice all I can say is about him yeah, is that he was funny. nice when I met him he was positive he wasn't I mean I didn't like have a conversation with him but you can just get a vibe from people mm-hmm. and he was warm you know what I mean Good. Like, oh, yeah. this was funny I don't know if you did you watch his performance um yeah he pulled out a pack of Marlboro Reds and like lit a cigarette on stage or was like yeah <laughs> I've only seen one other comedian smoke on stage and it's uh Dave Attell you know oh, basically once you reach a certain level you can do whatever the hell you I've seen Ron White. He <clears throat> smokes a cigar usually. That's true. Yeah. I, I haven't seen him live, um, but the people that I've seen live, you know those two guys. But that's cool. You like Ron White? 
I like him. I mean, he was. I thought he was hilarious on like the blue collar yeah. tour. I've seen him live a couple times. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Who else have you seen live that you? Oh gosh. Well, when I lived in California, I used to go to the comedy store quite a bit. In LA. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you reaching out to me. And about it. so, I mean, you go on any given Tuesday or Wednesday, you're gonna see quite a lineup. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my favorite, and I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Sebastian Maniscalco. Manikowski. I don't know. He's really popular. Sebastian right Janikowski. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the kicker. The kicker for Oakland <laughs> back in the day. Um, oh, there it is. Maniscalco. Um, yeah. Super Italian. Maniscalco. I'll show you a picture of him. Maybe. Um, anyway, he's the funniest guy live I've ever seen. Yeah. He, he was just really. Um, I don't know. I felt I. It, whenever you watch a good comedy show or any live good any good live performance I feel like it just like takes you you forget about everything else for a while you know when, I mean? when they're that good yeah when you say forget about it for a while you mean even after you've seen the show I mean <laughs> I was so into the show I forgot I was watching a show you know what I mean yeah that's cool man yeah it's very cool what's uh have you ever had that experience before watching another comedian <clears throat> Michael Jordan. <laughs> I know. Is it Michael Jordan or? <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. But seriously, no. Um, I haven't seen you perform for a crowd. No, in you a don't. Long just, time. I was kidding. No, I know, but I'm just saying. I haven't seen you perform for a crowd for in a long time. Since Deja Vu. It's been over ten years. It was. It must have been good since you bet good money yeah. on there. I mean, you're hilarious. Everybody. Nobody's gonna argue that. I appreciate that. Jessica might argue at some from time to time that I'm not. No, hilarious. I. I, I just think that I think that, I think a lot a lot of his old stuff is 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 fu- really funny, but he doesn't use it anymore. Yeah. Like he's trying to like now you're doing like jokes about how you're like a, a nice good guy, which I don't find that as funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But you want I, me to talk I about become a scumbag again. Talk about <laughs> how you just like whip your dick out, and <laughs> people will love that. There you go. Well. Maybe I'll talk about Re- it. Rebrand yourself. <laughs> you know, I tried to get away from that, but I'm just going <laughs> to steer into the curve. Well, I will say that night that you, you know, came over, that we talked about uh, a few minutes ago, you came back over after the show, and I had you, like, on the floor laughing so hard. Like, do you remember we were just talking about, like, that night and everything, and I was kind of making fun of that, like, the story about the girl who had the, the puppy and, like, how yeah. it went, like, <laughs> like... I'm not gonna do the story right now, but I'll just give the high level. This I met this girl who had a puppy, and I was trying to like potentially either adopt it or like figure out how to get involved with um, her, not the dog. With her, potentially, <laughs> you know what I mean? Potentially, sure. And uh, she told me that the dog got adopted, and that the owners were gonna come to get it soon. And I was like, oh, I want to see it one last time. She's like, well, you can come over now to say bye. And I'm like, okay, like what's your apartment number you know so I like show up and her boyfriend's there right so like I'm like hey we, can, we doing this thing yeah just hey I'm, I'm Mike you know like yeah. just wanted to say bye to this puppy you know good thing uh, you had your pants up yeah I did and I was just I was basically telling Jessica about the awkwardness of, of this entire interaction and it was one of those like in the moment things where I was kind of feeling it and just describing how weird it felt to, to be in that guy's presence and probably what he was thinking and sure. like all these things. Yeah. 
Uh, we, we had a good laugh about that. But then he, uh, he's no longer in the picture, so maybe, like, he could have... But you're in the picture now. So that dude is no longer in the picture, and that happened as Jessica got in the picture. So, like... And then, and then we had, we had that girl over to our apartment. Uh-oh. <laughs> Actually, that is a true story. So she's like... And then she, uh, talked us into being foster parents for yeah. a dog. So then we got a dog through. We got a dog through her. Okay. But then we lost the dog because of her. She started watching the dog. Mike couldn't handle the puppy when he was home working. If Jessica was at work, like, I was like, hey, I got to go do comedy. Would you mind just watching the dog for an hour or whatever? Yeah. So I don't know. For whatever reason, like, I was telling her how I was going from my honest perspective. And I guess that conflicted with what Jessica was reporting to from Basically, her side of the story. Basically, like long story short, the fo- the foster or like the rescue dog whatever company called me at work. <laughs> they said um, effective immediately. Uh, like the dog uh, will not no longer be in your possession. You're we're, not fit to. We're be. coming to pick up the dog as soon as you get off work let us know and like they showed up in five minutes once I texted them they were at the door it was two two people they grabbed the dog what a roller coaster all I can say is first of all they were very rude and they made a lot of false accusations nothing's worse alright nothing's worse than being like falsely accused or just accused of something and when they're wrong and they're adamant that they're right right it's so off-putting and Jessica got robbed like like two or three days before that and they were showing no concern for her, no empathy, no anything. And that's why we were being a little more unresponsive is because Jessica was dealing with that. The dog was completely fine. And I reported, I was like, hey, the dog's fine. Jessica had a, an issue. She, she was, I'll tell you more about it later, but what matters right now is that the dog is safe. It's fine. We'll get back to you a little bit later once we get everything taken care of. And they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't accept that. So I'm like, look, Jessica got robbed. The dog's fine. We'll, we'll chat later. I got robbed with the dog as I was taking the dog an hour deep into Brooklyn to this vet and then once I took the dog to the vet then I was supposed to go all the way to Coney Island to an adoption event so like an all all we're day we're not getting paid for this but like, yeah. we're doing this like at their whim I had to, yeah. there was it was so far into Brooklyn there wasn't even a like a subway seat. I had to take a bus yeah like uh, so she went into like one of the worst parts of Brooklyn without knowing where she was and her phone died, which is why she wasn't communicating. So some kids robbed her when she was like wow. trying to like get organized. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. But like bouncing, for, I went to three different bur- borough, boroughs think, um, in New York for that company to like on do that things day. for yeah. that dog. Yeah, and then they... And then they're like acting like we're, you know, showing no concern for Jessica. They never asked her if she's okay. You should like, send them a Venmo request. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like I'm tempted to just blast them and their name right now on my podcast, but I'm not going to out of, out of just whatever. Uh, but they they were they handled that very poorly, you know. Yeah. I've I've been a professional for a long time, and the, the way that they requested things of us. You don't even talk to your employees that way, let alone people that are doing it out of the kindness of their heart. Right. You don't talk to... They were talking down to us um, and just requesting constant updates. It's like, dude, I told you the dog's fine. So whatever. Um, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. We miss the dog too, but, you know, supposedly... Uh, oh, so 
after they took the dog back, then I saw that chick again, right? And oh, she no. was with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and he had like a new like like a sweater on, like, oh, yeah, like yeah. a new like customized yeah. like sweatshirt. <laughs> and like I didn't. She took him to Barney's. The, the last yeah. time I saw her, it was the most awkward interaction ever. This is the same girl, like full circle, right? Wow. And I'm like, hey, it sounds like there was some misunderstanding, and she was kind of being apologetic, and I was kind of like saying like I know it's not your fault it's them we just don't see eye to eye in the communications and she's like oh I should have set better expectations but you know we got to do things their way because it's you know and I was just like I was like I could tell we didn't like each other anymore you know (laughs) but we were going through the motions too much had happened yeah 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 and it's one of those deals where I could tell she would be happy if she never saw me again if that makes sense yeah and and vice versa right right (laughs) you know because because I ultimately do blame her for the loss, for the gain and loss of the dog, you know? Did you ever have any interactions with this lady that was not awkward or... Uh, in the beginning, it was cool. Okay. It was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it was it was a good interaction. It was cool. I'd say for the first two-thirds of it, it seemed normal and fine. All, aside, from, aside from the boyfriend thing. All like, downhill after that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, and we could never pronounce her name, <laughs> uh, so we just, I'm not going to say what her real name is, I'll just say what we call her. Because we don't her. know how to pronounce Because she's like from a different country. Yeah. So we, we had her name saved as ukulele <laughs> in both yeah, of our phones, and I would like, say... Early I would like, say I Ursula. Yeah, I was like, uh-huh. where's ukulele, like, <laughs> have you talked to ukulele today? <laughs> And the girl, she was, she's, she's this like, like small, petite, like blonde, soft-spoken, like super cute girl, but she, uh, she like, walks around with like, she dips, like the girl <laughs> yeah. dips. Foreign like, girls do that. So there's European chicks that will dip, dude. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and it was so weird. She was here yeah. the first time she brought like. Not tobacco. chewing tobacco, but like the pouch. The pouch. Yeah. The pouch. Like yeah. in her yeah. lip, like a like a little blonde girl with a fucking huge like dip pouch. I thought it was a Missouri thing. It was so <laughs> weird. Yeah, it was funny, man. So. Wow. Anyway, I know, on. We're, we're getting pretty deep into this podcast. If you want to limit it to 20 minutes or less, uh, we should probably start talking about football. We have a... Let's go through, because I feel like there's a lot more there. Do you want to keep going? Yeah, I do. Okay. We, <laughs> have, we don't have to get as in-depth on every yeah. subject. Kanye West pulled out of Coachella because the festival wouldn't let him get a giant dome. They wouldn't build one for him, essentially. So I think that bullet point just speaks for itself. We don't really need to break that down other than that's hilarious. When was the last week that Kanye wasn't trending in the news for something <laughs> ridiculous? I know. I don't remember. Like he should, get an, award. Award. He should yeah. get an award for longest standing like attention grabber. Yeah. You know, like he he like his tweets are fascinating. No like, press is bad press, right? Dude. His tweets have always been hilarious. I like, have to say, have you guys seen the Instagram account Kanye doing things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Is it pretty funny? It's hilarious. That's yeah. awesome. Any, Kanye doing things. Well, like, what's one of the funny, one of the things that you liked from that? Oh, it's just, I, I mean, it just is like daily Kanye yeah. doing things, yeah. and it's just funny. I mean, I can't think of any yeah. like one specific, but it's. I thought this is this is making me want to start some Instagram account like. About Kanye. No, just. Or an egg. My my friend from college, she started an Instagram account 
um, uh, DILFs of Whole Foods. Yeah, and she uh, just takes pictures of hot dads at, at Whole Foods. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I have to say, there's nothing sexier than a hot guy with a baby. <laughs> is, is that yeah, right? I think Jessica would agree, yeah. and I'm sure that makes both Caleb and I feel great. <laughs> totally. No, well, that just is saying that you know you can only get sexier moving That's forward. That's true. Yeah, Jessica's whispering words in my ear about babies. I am. I. It's all jokes because I like yeah. to like she's, mess with you. She's a nanny, and the other day we were laying in bed, and she goes, "Let's make a baby. I want one of my own." <laughs> Mine aren't whispers. They're like, you know, just blatantly Blatant. yes. commands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, Kevin Hart uh, recently was in the news. Uh, as you guys know, he backed down, or he, he resigned from hosting the Oscars because of his tweets. But now the Oscar, Oscars are wanting him back. I find it so funny because... You know, that whole thing happened because it seemed homophobic, but then the Oscar, the Oscars, the Academy was getting desperate, so they asked Eddie Murphy, right, if he would host, and Eddie Murphy had an eight-minute routine about gay people using the derogatory F-word. I'm not even going to say it, you know, because I, I don't like that word. So they did no, like, research... Like, I feel yeah. like that's almost well, it's, common. It's, it's, it's because people are so quick to judge with no perspective or context these days. Everyone is so quick to judge, but what they don't realize is everyone's done something wrong. That doesn't make it okay to do wrong things continued, but, like, you don't just dismantle somebody's career because you find... You know, it's like everyone's done bad shit. Like, the, the, the goal should be to get better as a collective, not focus on people's wrongdoing so that we can, like, like pull the rug out from underneath them to elevate ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I, I get what you're saying, and of all professions, a professional comedian, like, holding them accountable for what he says on stage. I know. I mean, they're doing the same thing to Louis C.K. Right. We, I had an entire podcast. The last episode we talked about it. It's like... But whose idea was it, like, okay, Kevin Hart had a couple lines that were offensive, you know, X amount of years ago, and then they offered it to... Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy, who was so much more offensive so about much more that same worse. topic, right, right, same topic. So they, so basically, they're kind of going back and they're like, they've asked. I think they've asked if Kevin Hart will host the Oscars again, and he's like, "No, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm out. I'm booked now. Like, yeah. I got other stuff." Good for and him. and um, you know, he he didn't like bash them, which is cool. I'm not trying to bash them. I don't know all the story. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to host the Oscars, so I don't want to get on yeah. bad terms with them. Uh, they need someone to, like, vet their candidates. Yeah. I mean, I know how to work the internet. Yeah. I mean, I tweeted at the Oscars, right? Yeah. I, I said, I'd, I'm available. You know what I mean? Like, if you're interested, I, I'm down to host. I, I tweeted at Margot Robbie and uh, um, Warner Brothers saying that, you know, she's going to be the new Barbie. I'd like to be the new Kendall. I mean, I'm, I'm putting it out in the universe. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Shoot your shot, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about that. Um, so. I have something. Okay. I just read this article. Did you know that uh, we're in the midst of a sex recession? <laughs> I'm yeah, not surprised. Everyone's I afraid of that. You read this? Yes. Well, when the Me Too movement came out, I bought a fleshlight to steer clear of any of this <laughs> riffraff. You know, like, I was going to go in hiding for a while until <laughs> things blow over. You know? That's, that's one of the reasons I got a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jessica. You know, Jessica, what are they saying? It's just like 
people aren't doing anymore? Yeah, they're saying that uh, people are like waiting longer to have kids. Yeah, in late like people are having. Well, this says percentage of high school students who had intercourse has dropped from fifty four to forty percent. That's a significant, um, significant drop. That's 16 pretty, I mean, a lot of people. Yeah. That's a very big drop. Um, wow. Well. People in their early 20s are two and a half times as likely to be abstinent as Gen Xers were. Thanks, Tim Tebow. At that age. <laughs> is, that, is that because of Tim? Yeah, oh, at least we're not in high school now. What's that? At least we're not in high school now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I've I lived a full life. <laughs> Um, so, I guess moving, you don't know who he is? I lo- no, I said I love Oh, you Tim love Tim Tebow. Tebow. Yeah, he's cool. He's he cool. did cry when uh, we beat, uh, um, what, he played for Florida? Did that make you mm-hmm. feel good? He cried when we beat Alabama. When Alabama. No, maybe Played for so. UF Gators. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah. Well, I think he's a great guy, and he, he has his ideals, and he stands by them. I respect that. I don't necessarily agree with all the X's and the O's, but I do appreciate his commitment to what he believes in. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll, we'll talk about football in a little bit here. Getting through the last couple of bullet points, uh, I had a buddy. This is exciting. One of my buddies just did his uh, national debut, and it was on Jimmy Fallon. It was two days ago, January 11th. His name is Sean Finnerty. He's from Ireland. Uh, you guys should check him out. Just type in Jimmy Fallon, Sean Finnerty, S-E-A-N-F-I-N-N-E-R-T-Y. I haven't watched his full set yet that he did, but... Um, what I can say about him is I'm very happy for him. He's always been a nice guy. Every time I see him, he's positive. Um, and uh, he's been helpful to me. Last time I went to Missouri, uh, he had just got back from doing something in Kansas City. You would think I would know more about Kansas City than the guy from Ireland. <laughs> but he helped me get on stage in Kansas City. <laughs> so, so that was pretty cool, yeah. you know. And I was really excited. You know, that's a huge deal. Obviously, I, I'm trying to get on Jimmy Fallon myself. Um, he's been doing comedy for two years. I've been doing it for ten. Caleb should have bet on Sean Finnerty. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have made a lot more money. Um, but I'm not giving up. Uh, I was talking to Caleb recently, and I was like, hey, don't double down. I will get famous, but I don't know when. I, I assume I will. I hope I do. But he's like, that's not the ad. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not. I just don't want you to lose money potentially because I don't have a timeline for you right now. You know what I mean? Nobody's asking for a timeline. They're just yeah. like, do your thing. Yeah. Be happy. I'm. A, I'm. A, thanks, man. Look yeah. at you taking the pressure off. That's what a spotter does right now. I feel like I was squatting, and Caleb just kind of put his hands under my breasts there to make the weight a little bit lighter. Before you actually lifted, like yeah. just to get a feel. <laughs> yeah. Just grabbing there, like Mike, is that a lump? You should go check that out with a doctor later. That's how we got our chili hot back in the day. <laughs> we used to give each other heat too. Oh yeah. Did we talk about that? I don't think we've ever talked about that. Oh, we got to talk about the heat in in a couple minutes, right? We'll, we'll do. You know what? Piss on. Let's talk about heat. Uh, whatever, whatever. It's your podcast. We're gonna talk about the heat in a little bit. I'm gonna take note of that. Um, so, we talked about Sean Fennerty. Look him up. Um, I saw a headline moving on. It said Louis C.K. might have given an, an STD to somebody. He, they listed the girl's name through an email thread or something. And when I read that to Caleb, his response... Slow news day. Yeah, he's like, is that even a news story? <laughs> like, might have given... <laughs> to somebody we've never heard of. Yeah. But. I think that that's an interesting 
uh, observation that you made, I think it's funny because it's true. It's like, is that really what's trending right now? <laughs> that it's not even a confirmed thing. Like, I guess it's more exciting than a picture of an egg. Yeah, but, but you know, <laughs> still. Hey, who hasn't potentially given somebody an STD? Like everybody might have. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. Who hasn't not might have? You know what I mean? Like, um. We talked about Pete Davidson's penis and resetting expectations for the ladies out there. I think that was a genius move. I think so too. Yeah. You know, I should probably reset expectations too after Jessica asked me if I'm black. Like, I'm not saying that I have a huge penis. I want to keep. I want to keep everyone's expectations at a at a, at a nice minimum. You know, just a, at a yeah at a minimum. Um. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I was curious to see where, where you might go. go from. I don't think there's anywhere to go. All right, moving on. Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere to go because technically, like, I shouldn't be trying to solicit or promote myself to any chick out there. When I've got a girlfriend, and she's right here. <laughs> uh, uh, did comedy at Dangerfields this week? That was really cool. Uh, I got to perform with some uh, some bigger names there. Um, where's that? Where's that at? It's a sixty-second, I think, in like First Ave. It's a famous place. It's Rodney Dangerfield's club. Oh, cool. Yeah, very, you know, very historic, iconic. I should say it's an iconic comedy club. It's it's a tough one to get in. What's what was his like main line or his one like? Oh, he's like, uh, I don't get no respect. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that's no of, respect, I yeah, tell you. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the king of the one-liners. Yeah. You know? Um, we talked about Artie Lang. Um, the last couple thing, the last thing I'll say is, uh, I had a friend come to watch me do comedy last week, and after I got off stage, he yelled at me because he hadn't seen me for a while. So maybe if you get to see me tomorrow, you can yell at me if you want to. But I, I think you can. He was yelling at me, giving me constructive feedback, and I thought like you can give me the constructive feedback in a more effective manner, you know? Yeah. Um, so. I'm going to give you some heat before you go on stage. Yeah. Yes, that's a perfect, you know, and basically heat is when what we used to do when we'd be lifting weights. It's basically like when somebody cracks the whip on their horse or something to make it run faster. We would smack each other across the back of the neck or on the lower back, and it would just be so painful, but it would help us lift more weight. And I think the most appropriate time to do heat is like squatting is the hardest. Squatting was the best. Sometimes you do it like right before a bench press and somebody yeah. would come up. Or you know, uh, unsolicited, just a training. One of the one of our coaches come up and just smack you on the chest oh, right before you take the weight off, yeah. and so you take it off and you're like about to do a three rep max or five rep max or something like more weight than you should probably be doing yeah. because they controlled how much weight was on there. Everything was more weight than we should have been doing for, for sure. <laughs> and so you're trying to do like more weight than you should be doing and hold it all together. And there's usually several guys watching, and you're like the hell is going on like why are these guys hitting me yeah. in the chest yeah you know? but when we do it to each other it it would just piss you off enough to yeah. give you a little bit of adrenaline it hurt you it know? did hurt. It, it, it turned up the dial man it we was were, uh, it's not a pleasant feeling getting heat yeah you don't hold back whenever yeah. you give heat to yeah somebody. like caleb and i when we catch up now we don't give each other heat that's how much it hurt you know yeah, it's not like sure. we greet each other nostalgically giving each other heat because it hurt like a mother um yeah that's about <laughs> that's pretty much that. No reaction in the room at all to that. Yeah. I don't think the girls are listening anymore. No. They're, they're tuned out. We, yeah. We've been doing this for an hour. 
Uh, but we just got into the football stuff, so we can't cut that short. Um, I was going to say something about getting heat, though. Uh, I wish I could. I wish I could remember, but it is what it is. Nevertheless, though, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, a lot of a lot of these um, college, bowl games and playoffs have been happening right now. Um, you know, we, we just had the we had the Missouri bowl game before the the national championship. Uh, I was obviously not happy with the way we ended the season, but it's over. Well, Missouri had a great season this year. We let a couple games slip through our fingers, but we had some pretty big wins. Yeah, and we competed with Alabama. Um, you know, for what, two and a half quarters? Yeah, I mean, I remember watching the game with Jessica, and she was biting her nails, getting all nervous. Yeah. you know, Jessica, you remember and, that? And Georgia, you guys almost we we always compete with Georgia, but we just can't. Won. We never beat them. We've always done that. When we were playing Georgia this year, I thought we had we were coming out hot the way Clemson came out hot against Alabama in the national championship. But there was a couple plays and a couple penalties that didn't go our way that changed the momentum. And when you're playing somebody that good and there's that much adrenaline, I don't even know the word, I'm not going to say hype, but that much tension on the line of scrimmage between the two teams, when it's that hot, every inch, every freaking inch of momentum counts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you get one play that goes the wrong way when you're playing that high level. It, it, it can it can changes the whole game changes the whole game absolutely so I was I was disappointed to see it didn't bounce our way um, early in that Georgia game Alabama uh, we got beat fair and square but I was happy we we put up the best fight that Alabama had seen up until that point that year in my opinion well it's great to be competitive with you know the best teams in the nation because <clears throat> Missouri football hasn't always been competitive yeah you know whenever I was in high school we weren't. Missouri wasn't that great of a team. Yeah. Uh, six it wasn't losses, until we seven got there. losses. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Until they got Mike Olderoid, and then they yeah. were like, Cotton Bowl, Alamo Bowl, <laughs> you name it, we're going. We were, uh, the walk-ons, you know, it would be kind of douchey of me to sit here and toot my horn, but as a team, me and Caleb can toot our horns here, and I will say that not all the walk-ons, but the walk-ons added an element of magic amongst magic that was also there right but a different angle of magic in my opinion that was invaluable um there was a select group of walk-ons that added to the value that the rest of the team was already creating to make a bigger gigantically impactful team in my opinion yeah well you know know, making the defense and offense actually compete at practice and try i mean you get a 20 20, 21-year-old kid that only has to compete, what, 13, 14 times a year when they're playing and just go through the motions during practice, how consistent are you going to be? Yeah. But year after year, or year after year, practice after practice, you know, we'd actually compete with those guys and yeah. make them better. You guys should listen to episode 56, the Sean Witherspoon podcast. Uh, our friend that we played with and played against every day in practice, uh, he kind of talks about his perspective on the other side, you know, being a star, but, you know, he played on the practice squad also later uh, when he was in the NFL, and, and he talked about, you know, you know how that also changed his perception of the entire, how it all works together, right? Yeah. And I thought that that was very humble of him, and, you know, we're obviously very proud of the career that he's had. Um, 
so yeah, man. I was. Or were you gonna say something? Well, I was just reliving all the hits I took from Sean Weatherspoon over the years. Yeah. You know, one by one. Yeah. Well, I took so many that I can't remember them all. <laughs> so, um, not I, because of the number of them, but because the brain damage that. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Just, just to clarify. Yeah. No, I, I, I. Uh, the one thing that I wanted to ask Spoon on that episode that I didn't, because I didn't want to like make it about me, right? But I really want, I secretly wanted to ask him, Spoon, how good was I? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, tell, tell the audience from your perspective whether or not I was good and, and then on what level. Like, was it difficult going against me? But I didn't ask him because I didn't want, he was doing me a favor, you know, by being on that. And I wasn't going to like try to extract as much fruit as possible. You know what I mean? Put him on the spot too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't do that. It was cool having him on, but um, yeah, we, we were kind of talking about that yesterday, how, you know, we had a lot of talented guys in our room, our, our wide receivers room, and uh, Caleb and I, we fucking held our own, excuse my language, but it's not, it's not, not, not everything is always what you see. It taught us a lot about business. I think that's what I was going to say is even in the weight room, the fact that the coaches like decided what we were supposed to attempt that that prepared me for the real world in the way that has anybody out there had a job where they feel like their goals are just no matter what like your boss presents you with goals that are impossible like they always increase and you're just like this is a joke but I have to go through the motions oh that's weird I have a job like that right now yeah the goals always (laughs) increase whether they're realistic or not and we we were exposed to that very early on at Missouri, you know, it's basically, it's more than a full-time job. It's a life commitment. It's like a commitment of your heart and soul. It's, it's, it's way more intense than a full-time job, in my opinion. It takes everything you have. Everything you have, heart, soul, mind, body. Um, and uh, I, it definitely helped prepare. Uh, 100%. Know. Now, when, when people put goals in front of my face, I laugh, you know. Um, I, and I don't mean that in a cocky way, but it's just like my mind, it's, you, d- you develop that internal mindset that defines what you know what you can and can't do external expectations no longer like intimidate you if that makes sense you know I'd agree with that um, you see a goal that you might used to have thought would be unreachable or unattainable and you're like no I can do this just one step at a yeah. time day by day yeah anything is possible I think after what we went through and I was talking to one of the scholarship athletes you remember Connell Davis I do I remember we had a conversation toward the end, um, and I was like, after having gone through this, I I don't feel like I ever need to prove anything to myself again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Now I just do it because I want to, but it's not because I need to prove that I can. I know that I've put myself through infinity, you know, basically with this. Um, And I think what it takes to to take the number one spot is putting yourself through infinity, you know? I don't know. Does that it's even a good way to put it? No, I get yeah. it. Yeah, like it, it, infinity simply means that you've pushed you've pushed yourself beyond the threshold point, and now you've broken through the hymen of like difficulty, and now it's just infinite abyss, mm-hmm. right? You take yourself to whatever level you want to go after that. Um, so, we, in my mind, one one way that I can like correlate it is I've always thought about this, whether it's like. Um, a business or investing in some something um, going on vacation even typically because I'm gonna put a monetary value on it it's like typically anything you do you're gonna need three to four times whatever you think you're gonna need and whenever it came to 
football, it was more like 20. And once you do that, you're like, oh. Like 20 times the effort. 20 times what you thought it was going to be. That's like how it was for me. 20 times the amount of effort you thought you would have to put in. Yes. It, it takes 20 Sacrifice times more than everything. Yeah. Probably, you know, 15, 20 times more. And once you're like, oh my God, like, what did I get myself into? And then you get through to the other side, you're like, oh wow, you know, yeah. I can accomplish whatever goal is ahead yeah. of me. And, and, and I think another way of articulating that, I completely agree, is that we, we, we learned to train our minds to no matter what the circumstances were. It's like the Spartans in 300, right? It doesn't matter how much weight is on the bar. If someone said, I'm putting a million pounds on this rack right now, we trained our minds to try like a motherfucker, like to, to get under that weight. And, and if it destroyed us in that squat rack, it wouldn't destroy our minds. Like our minds became so strong that we would still try to lift the million pounds. Yeah. If that makes sense. And we would, we would believe that we could, could lift that million pounds and it would, if it pushed us through the floor, it wouldn't push our minds through it. Does that make sense? Like, like we, we built like an ironclad mindset that nothing could penetrate in my opinion. I credit a lot of that to Pat Ivy and his staff in the weight room. Yeah. I mean, they, break you down build you up yeah, you know what I mean it's, it's and like, they they made us so mentally strong just that we could put up with such bullshit from them or such bullshit from whatever um, yeah man not worry about anything we became warriors yeah you know yeah. we became men I don't even think men is the right word for it warriors I think is the right word cause cause, cause uh, you know I'm not even gonna sex is not part of it we became warrior the warriors that we could be mentally so um that's cool it's, it's fun talking about that I, I guess maybe zooming back it, it was fun it's always fun staying connected to the game as we talked about before it for the first few years i couldn't watch football you couldn't i remember yeah, we, talked we talked about, about that. that but at this point in life i feel like it's mentally healthy to remain connected with football for sure like at this point now that i've kind of healed from that mental like PTSD of having my my career over like now I need football on yeah. you know like the playoffs being on like even if I'm not paying attention it like grounds me somehow it's weird you know I know what you mean yeah um, no I couldn't watch it I couldn't watch football for probably two or three years after I got done playing and it was a slow transition back into it yeah but over the last couple years I've really gotten back into it yeah. and the game's changed a lot yeah especially in the NFL with uh, like the the rules about helmet to helmet to helmet or what else are you well rules but I mean the game when I grew up it was such a run heavy game yeah. it was run first pass second oh now it's and it's like absolutely pass. pass first pass second if we can't pass we might run yeah, yeah. Um, but you know especially in the NFL we talk about Bill Belichick and his, this just shows you kind of what football players have to go through. Um, but like running backs on the Patriots. Yeah. It's like, they're like cattle to Bill Belichick. But that's how every team In the is. way that he, they're like a dime a dozen? He doesn't care about them. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I think to, to play on the highest level possible, which Missouri was doing when we became big. Like we, yeah. that was like, in 2006, the year before you got there, that was like when we reinvented the offense pretty much, right? Yeah, well, it went from pro style to spread. Yeah. And that changed everything. It's crazy because my high school started playing the spread offense after being a, a running team for so many years, and I used to make jokes like, oh, if I only went to Eureka now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I broke the school record 
for most receiving yards in a game when they threw the ball five times in the game. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's it, it's cool to see. I mean, as, a wide, as wide receivers, you know, we're obviously going to love that. And, you know, we can't play anymore, but, um, hey, the sky's the limit. I've told you before that if I get famous, I'm going to try to pitch a reality TV show where I'm, like, going back and, like, trying out for the 49ers or something. And we were joking just yesterday about how we both have two years of eligibility left. <laughs> so, uh, you know what's cool? Like, if I could go back and do it all again, I would. And I assume that you obviously would, too. I don't want to speak for you, regardless of anything. If my knee would hold up, I would do it again. But I don't want to blow my knee out again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Well, yeah, if you could, like, get a, a brand new... Like, if God gave you a new knee. Not like a, if it a was just like guaranteed, knee. well, the doctors are, they say it's stronger now than it was before, but you know, I'm not buying it. Well, it's cool to, to know that like, if you could go back into your younger body to know that you would do the exact same thing again, I think is a really cool way to have lived life. You yeah. know, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Same here. If we could go, if we could go back, I do it. Regardless of the studies, I, 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 you know, like I don't ever regret a second of it, you no. know? Football and comedy have been my, my loves as far as, like, activities go. and uh, Those are probably your two passions, I would yeah, say. They are. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, definitively. Um, I don't think there's... You know, we were going to talk about Alabama and Clemson. I mean, quickly, I'd just say that that was a big game. Jessica had a heart attack. She passed out, you know, third quarter and <laughs> didn't want to watch the rest of the game. She cares. I like that, Jessica. I like that you that you like get passionate. She put on her elephant shirt. Yeah. Um, you know, she she was screaming and cursing at the TV. It was cute. Like when she gets uh, passionate, it's cute. Jessica, I saw something on Facebook about Alabama fans, and it was somebody going around with a microphone, and they were like, "Can you explain like what Roll Tide is and who are?" I have no idea what Roll Tide means. Or, or the Crimson Tide. Okay. There's like a story about it. I read it once, I think, but I, I, I don't know what it. I don't know what it means. Like, I don't know where that came from. I looked it up, and it was. It's been too. It's been probably a month since I looked it up, but it was a game in like 1915. Yeah. Where they, they used to not be crimson. That wasn't a color for them, but they were wearing white, and they got so muddy, and it looked crim- yeah, crimson something or something like, like that. that. And one of the announcers said Crimson Tide. I think I'm really? something like that. It just caught on. Wow. Interesting. But I could be wrong. You'll have to fact check that for yourself sometime. That'd be cool you, to know you that You need fact. to know that. Yeah. That's a good fact yeah. to know. Yeah. We were talking about Truman the Tiger, too, recently, yeah. right? You, you didn't know that, did you? I did not. It, it, Truman the Tiger from Missouri is named after the president, yeah. you were telling me. Harry S. Truman, only president from Missouri, and only president without a college degree. Whoa. So basically, he didn't go to Mizzou. You he know, did not go to Mizzou. <laughs> our university, uh, our mascot is named after somebody who led by example, not going to a university. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to open any can of worms here. But did Trump go to college? Because Jessica, you might know. Yeah. He did. He did. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember that was true. Like when Obama got elected, but. Did he not? He went no, to, he went to Harvard. Well, I know Obama. I'm saying I knew it was true, but I didn't know if, if Trump didn't go to college, then... When Obama was president, the, the thing was... Uh, was he a U.S. citizen? <laughs> right. And Trump was the one that was always asking that question. <laughs> um, so, um, 
I would say, uh, you know, good luck to both Alabama next year and Clemson. More importantly, good luck to Mizzou. I'm excited about um, Coach Odom getting, you know, a raise and an extension. You know, they obviously played in a way that was very disappointing, but I'm excited to see this new transfer come in and see what, what can happen at the position of quarterback. I think, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, the, the quarterback for Alabama, or Clemson was a f- true freshman. They had a wide receiver playing true freshman, and the quarterback looked like a the dude from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> like, you know there's two dudes in Hocus Pocus that he looks like? Both the main character and then Binks, the cat. You know, <laughs> like... He looks like both of them if they had a kid. You yeah, know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. How could I not? <laughs> so. That's, uh, a gr- that's a great observation. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, man. And we were talking about Hocus Pocus yesterday, actually, and I believe they're coming out with a second one. Is that what we determined? Hocus Pocus? No. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that. We were making jokes, too, because my girlfriend kind of looks like a good witch. Yeah. She reminds me of, like, Sarah... Sarah Jessica Parker's part she reminds me of. He also told told me that I look like Mowgli from the Jungle Book. He's also told me, he told me that right after we had said, you look like Mowgli from the Jungle Book. (laughs) This again was like, I don't know, first week we met or something. Does he call you Mowgli in bed? He calls me, me, now he calls me Pandora um, Lovegood from uh, Luna Lovegood's dad from Harry Potter. (laughs) He's called me, what else? Uh, He's got like, and I get mad and he's like, what, babe, what? (laughs) I'm like, what, Pandora? Like... It's okay. So you guys need to Google Pandora Lovegood from Harry Potter. It's a blonde dude. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Mowgli on the flight over here. Oh, cool. it was a great movie. Can you see that at all, like character-wise? I don't know. No, it's no, not, I, not I even not even a little bit. Makes no sense. <laughs> all right, I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, I thought that was gonna be like a Disney movie, and I was not excited to watch it. And it was great. I didn't know it was out already. Yeah. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Well, it depends on how you're feeling. If you want to cut it now, we no, can. No, we should cut it. This is getting too long. You're good. Yeah, we're even playing football. We can cut it or we can keep going, whatever you want to do. I'm good either way. Yeah? Yeah. I say we just give a couple more minutes of football and then we <laughs> you cut You would go forever if you could. No, I've got some more bullet points. You, you know? do a couple more. We got minutes. just. Um. All right. We'll cap it at 10 minutes. Yeah, we were talking about, so obviously the number 48, um, I've talked about the significance time and time again. I don't want to beat it with a dead, like a dead horse or whatever the phrase is, but um, we are talking about the movie Varsity Blues. You know, there's a scene where Jonathan Moxie, and a.k.a., uh, what's his name, James Vanderbeek, mm-hmm. uh, the quarterback's like 48 minutes, or I think the coach is the one that says 48 minutes for the next 48 years of your lives. That's basically me and Caleb for the next 48 years of our lives. We're going to be doing this podcast. Doesn't Vanderbeek come back and he's like, that's bullshit. It's like 48 minutes for the next 48 minutes. That's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, that's what he says. Uh, We have the next half of football to play like gods. I say we play the next 24 minutes for the next 24 minutes or something. Something like that. Yeah. Um, Always a good flick. I recommend that one. Um, I was telling Caleb yesterday that one of my buddies... And I don't want to say his name for the reason that I don't know if he's allowed to do this or not. Because if it leaks, 
I don't want him getting in trouble. But the scholarship athletes get the game film, or not the game film, but the practice film, the footage from practice for um, our days at the University of Missouri. And I recently created a Dropbox account and I'm just waiting for those files to get transferred into my Dropbox from my buddy, you know, one of our teammates, one of our buddies. And um, that footage to me is unbelievably valuable. If, if, if I actually am able to get my hands on that, because I haven't been able to see it, ex- and probably you too, except the times that we broke it down after practice for the sake of learning, right? It was, it was there and not, we, didn't, we don't own that footage, right? University of Missouri does. And uh, as a result of that, the only time that we, are, we haven't ever been able to see that footage is when we were breaking down film. So if I ever get my hands on that, I'm making myself a highlight <laughs> reel. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome to get. Um, yeah, because it's not like public, you know, and that's probably when you played your best football was yeah. during practices there. I will say my sister made the most badass highlight tape of me from high school like every time I was on the news and just like catches and runs I had and right after my senior year like in the all-star game I had a phenomenal all-star game this it was an all-state game all-star it was like the southwest Missouri like the best players yeah have like a charity game or something like that um that we played in Springfield so she gets it all put together, does all this hard work, and it's on my parents' DVR, and Lightning fried it, and it's just gone forever. So if you get that footage from practice, that'd be... You're getting your hands on it as well. Obviously. Well, I'm just saying, like, that'd be, that'd be awesome. It's, like, invaluable. It's, 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 it's so unbelievably valuable to us, yeah. you know? Um, and in a way, it's kind of like... It's like, in a way, it's like... Even if I had... If I could just find one of my best plays and, and just be able to like show people that I want to that that have never gotten to see it, just to right. say, look, th- I just scored this touchdown right here on the number. That's Sean Witherspoon yeah. that I beat out right there. Right. Or you know, like these dudes. There's three dudes in this defensive back that I scored on. You know what I'm saying? Just being able to that show all them went that the first three rounds. Yeah, yeah. like it be it it, 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 it like create some type of legitimacy externally like internally I have the validation but externally I can like show that look I'm not bullshitting you guys like this right. was real you yeah. know that we, sure. we, we held our fucking ground out there and we 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 got our asses handed to us from time to time but we also handed out a few asses <laughs> that's the right <laughs> way <laughs> we also fucking did some boss status shit out there every once in a while. Not just every once in a while. We were, you know, like, we, we made plays, man. And um, I just I, I just want, it would mean the world to me to be able to have that, so. Yeah, you should, um, you should put a little pressure on him, like, drip on him a little bit to yeah. push that through. He might start being like, how much will you pay me for it? <laughs> <laughs> He'll send me a Venmo request. Uh, you would happily pay that. Yeah, I would happily pay. Don't, yes. I hope he's not listening, because I don't want to have to unnecessarily, but... If that's the only way, I'd definitely pay. Um, speaking of that, we're talking about handing out asses. Well, that reminds me maybe of one last story. I don't I don't think we talked about it before. We might have, and if we did, we'll blame it on the CTE that we've already told this <laughs> once. But uh, one of the coaches, remember, uh, oh, come on. Did we talk Stellar, about that last time? Yeah. I don't know if we talked about that or not. All right, I so, thought about that earlier. So, Coach Stoner, I'll let Caleb tell the story, but I'll just set the stage for him. You're a better storyteller. You go ahead. Okay. (laughs) 
So Coach Stone, I wasn't even there, and I'm telling this story. <laughs> so here's a story that Caleb told me, because this was after I had left. But, you know, we talked about Coach Stoner earlier. He's the guy that talked about chili being hot and all these things. Uh, and one day they were out doing but gun club, which set is... Set the scene. Coach Stoner is what I would call a muscle mouse. Yeah. Or a muscle hamster. Yeah. And, uh, like a meathead, would you say, or no? Meathead, and he's also... He had a little bit of short man syndrome. Yeah. Just a, yeah. a lot of bit of short yeah. man syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bald-headed guy... Very tough, very hard, just a ball of muscle. But yeah. go ahead. So one day we're doing gun club, which is what the walk-ons, not just the walk-ons, actually scholarship athletes too, but basically gun club was the, the squad in the fall that wasn't playing, all right, that you weren't like one of the top, like the starters or like the backups. You were like running the other team's plays and, and, and those types of things. You weren't on the travel squad. So they would call this group the gun club and we would work out harder than the rest of the team during the football season because we w- knew that we weren't going to get to play. Um, that was our team. The, our job was to like basically really bust our ass in, in during the football season. And one day during gun club, uh, they were doing an exercise and Josh Stoner heard a kid say, I think he said, we're going to do 20 more because so-and-so you know, didn't go all the way up or whatever. And some kids like, oh, come on. Well, it was like, it was like, regardless of whatever they told you to do, they're like, okay, we're going to do planks for three minutes. And if nobody dips down, we'll be done and we'll go start the workout. Yeah. Yeah. And no matter what happened every single day, you know, we had to do way more than they told us we had to do to start off. Yeah. It's always, you're, you're always like, no matter what, they're yes. going to find something to dock you on. For right? sure. And it was one of those days where, you know, the coaches were just in a bad mood and maybe not everybody was into it. And we had, we had been, uh, quote, warming up for our workout for about an hour now. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they had been warming up as long as we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> so, Go ahead. so one of the kids, after Coach Stoner said we need to do this thing again or whatever, um, one of the kids goes, oh, come on, you know, which is something you really shouldn't do, right? Like, you're not supposed to ever talk back to the coaches no matter what, Just right? out of frustration. But yeah. he was like, he just, it just slipped out. You Couldn't know? take it anymore. Couldn't take it. And when Coach Stoner heard the kids say, oh, come on, his response to that was, oh, come on, my ass. Oh. <laughs> and everyone, like, exploded with laughter, you know? And he had no idea. Like, he was, like, what? He was, like, looking around or something. Like, what the hell is everyone laughing at? Well, he was trying to be a hard ass, and he was like, oh, come on. Oh, come on, my ass. <laughs> and he said it so loud, everybody heard it in the indoor for, like, you know, the whole, you know, the swimming team was warming up on the other yeah. side of the football field. Yeah. And, uh. It was a great day. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you guys get to go work out shortly after that, or was it? Yeah, they went and kicked our ass in the weight room after that, but we didn't care because our spirits were high. <laughs> <laughs> was there anyone else that we wanted to talk about? Like, remember we, Jesse Hernandez? Or... Jesse Hernandez. You had a good story about him, didn't you? Yeah, I, I'm Can sorry. Ladies, I apologize. Caleb and I are having so much fun right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're, um... So, so... Jesse Hernandez was a character. Um, he was, 
I actually was kind of friends with him, but he was kind of one of the outcasts of the team. He was a scholarship athlete. He had an alpha and omega tattoo on the back of his calves. One alpha, one omega. Ugliest tattoos I've ever seen in my life, along with his calves. Not to hate. He had a big tribal tattoo, but it was like a garage tribal tattoo. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um... Like, so, he, like he did it himself. Yeah. Okay. He he ended up getting run off the team. There was a couple of funny things, but one time he he saw that I had the Rocky, the entire Rocky DVD collection, and he's like, Mike, can I borrow Rocky 2? And I was like, Jesse, I don't want to be a dick, but... Hold on. I, who just borrows Rocky 2? Yeah, like, <laughs> he, he just wanted to borrow, like, a random one, you know? And I was like, Jesse, I really don't feel comfortable letting you borrow this, because I, I'm not saying you'll intentionally steal, but you may lose it or forget it, and then that kind of, like ruins the like I it like ruins the whole set if I don't if I'm missing one of the movies and I just I just would prefer not to and he's like old droid let me borrow Rocky too dude I'll get it back to you I promise come on and I was like fuck alright dude so I let him borrow and I never got it back <laughs> of course not I never got it back and it was his that's like the type of person that he was yeah he um which is why nobody liked him yeah, well, one night I made the foolish decision of letting him, me, him trick me into going with him to watch him race his car, right? He tells me, old droid, I don't know if you knew this, but I actually race cars, you know? And I'd never seen a car race live, just like Fast and the Furious movie stuff, you know? You hear about it, and, uh, you know, he's like, check this out. He shows me the trunk of his car. He's got nitrous boosters back there, illegal, all these things. You know, he's like, he's making it seem real cool. I was like, all right, Jesse, I'll, I'll come watch you race, you know? They had this organized thing out, like, 30 miles out of Columbia, like, you know, in the middle of nowhere off Highway 70. Okay. You know, they had, like, a team of, like, 10 people where they were, like, radioing in communications to make sure there was no cars coming for, like, a full mile. Okay. So they had, like, you know, a whole walkie-talkie system uh, set up, and Jesse gets up to race, right? And what kind of car did he have? I, it wasn't even anything special from what I can remember. It wasn't like Castine Bridge's car or, okay. or Paul Simpson's Will, car. Willie Moe's ride? Yeah, it was It was like, I don't remember anything special about it. All, all I remember is that he had NO2 boosters in the back, right? Was it like a piece of shit or I, I, respectable? I actually can't remember. Okay. 100%. I, okay. I, I couldn't even tell you. And I'm guessing it wasn't that nice, though. Let's put it that way. Knowing right? him. Yeah, knowing Jesse. So I'm kind of excited, right? I'm kind of like getting pumped up and we're race, building yeah. this whole thing up. Jesse pulls it, like this truck is right next to Jesse. Really nice truck. You can tell, you know, it's like souped up. Both of them are souped up. They both have nitrous boosters. They have, you know, somebody go out in front of them, like that dramatic thing, like drop the, the flag or whatever. They give them the three, two, one, clear to go, drop the flag. The truck just takes off like a lightning bolt and Jesse like <laughs> it was like the clutch died <laughs> like it was as un, it was like as ugly aesthetically as when somebody's at an intersection and they try to like go into first gear with a manual transition and they like is it called popping the clutch so it went as bad as it could have been. It, it couldn't have gone worse and it made yeah. noises too oh, you know what I mean like it made ugly noises and I was embarrassed, you know, sure, what I mean? for yeah. myself and for Jesse. Did you and ride I, home with somebody else? I wanted to, to be honest. <laughs> I actually, I wanted to not talk to him for the rest of the night. And I actually wanted to yell at, you know how my friend kind of yelled at me after my comedy set? Yeah. I felt the same. I wanted to yell at Jesse and say, what the fuck did you bring me out here for? <laughs> and and he, tr he didn't say, 
Oh, that was embarrassing. He didn't take responsibility or accountability for it. He, like, blamed the nitrous boosters and was like, oh, those things weren't full. Like, somebody... <laughs> Why didn't you check the nitrous boosters before you... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm Just like... taking hits off of them before the race. I'm like, Jesse, you are so stupid, man. Like, you embarrassed... You embarrassed Missouri football... In that scenario right there. That's the definition of a guy that lives his life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, and there's, you know, one time we were both late together. I won't go into the specifics, but we both had to get punished for being late to lifting. Yeah. And, dude, how like... How many times were you late? Just curious. I think two times over the course of my... Gotcha. Okay. I know that one time I was, and maybe one other time. Okay. And Jesse was late, and we, you know, we were being thoroughly punished because one you think one thing you don't do is you don't show up late to Missouri football practice or weightlifting or anything like that. And I had to sit here and like do all kinds of punish weird punishments. You know what I mean? Like a tip, yep. just weird, weird yep. punishments to where like you know when you're late and you show up that you're about to go through like the worst physical. <laughs> Like as bad as it could be. Like you know like you know going in like you're shitting your pants because you know that you're not gonna be able to walk for like the next four days. And, and it's after the workout. <laughs> so Jesse and I we got punished together and he basically was he was like passing out and I was speeding up, I was turning up the dial and the coaches actually relieved me of my punishment early because I was going so hard. Yeah. And they like doubled his time. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, good old Jesse Hernandez. I hope he's doing well. It's fun to make fun of him. Got to have some butt of the humor, right? I guess so. <laughs> Nobody liked him, sadly. I was like his only friend on the team. Yeah, he didn't have many friends. Yeah. He, I think part of it was also his hygiene. He didn't seem to really care for showering much. But Yeah, as a collegiate athlete, that needs to be priority. When you're around 100 guys in a locker yeah. room all day, every day. Hygiene is very important. Maybe shower once. I agree. Well, we've got six, seven minutes before we reach in a minute, an hour and 48. Do you want to try to shoot for that, or do you want to call? I don't know. We might get strangled by these two girls. That I don't think anyone's going to, no one wants to listen to a two-hour podcast. Like, people have to, like. All right. People have things to do. Are you good? You yeah, guys can continue talking and just turn it off. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like there's so many, I mean, there's so many funny We'll just have to do another podcast. All right. Okay. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Guys, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for joining us, our guests, Megan, yeah, Kayla, thanks for Jessica. Having me. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoy Florida um, when you go back home. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's always fun. It's always a pleasure. So I hope you guys come down sometime soon. Yeah, we'll do some Florida comedy. Yeah. Maybe uh, get in the water a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you, know? you bet. Uh, the sky's the limit, bro. Yeah. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, tune in next time. And uh, 48 forever, baby. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny? <laughs>